0: I sent you a text the other day, which was, like, I guess this sounds kind of risky, but it's not, because we're both parents of teenagers. Uh-huh. It was, like, leveling up your sex life as a parent of a teenager, and my two bullet points were, one, taking a nap so you can stay up later than them, and two... I just flat out told my teenagers that they needed to be in their bedrooms by 1130 at night because of (laughs) their presence in the common areas of the house. Our bedroom like butts up to all the main areas of the house, which when you buy a house when your kids are five and six, you don't think about. Who cares where the master bedroom is, but... (laughs) <laughs> when they're 15 and 13 and they want to stay up late and you're like oh hmm can you please go away <laughs> you're you're eight feet away from my door right now <laughs> i need you to i need you to skedaddle." so i just i just flat out told them they were in our room the other night you know we were all in the bed together i was just like you guys need to go to bed you need to go to your rooms by 11 and they just you know they're not dumb they look at me and one of them like does the eye roll like it's like you can just lock your door like well it's not really about the door being possibly opened it's about the the proximity <laughs> of the door to the your bodies and your ears and just
1: <laughs> the comeback there is why don't we just leave the door open <laughs>
0: So, yeah, I feel like that's a level up. Just being very honest. Like, I, I just, I need you to, I don't want to have to, like, tell you on that night. <laughs> like, okay, guys, this is a night where I need, just, just set the rule. In your rooms, 1130. Sorry, not sorry. You're very, very, very lucky to have parents who love each other and want to be together. So, deal with yeah, it. No
1: kidding. No kidding.
0: <laughs> so, Yeah that was my recent level up
1: (laughs) you know one thing i can really add to that is uh the uh, nature sounds channels on roku (laughs) that's incredible sometimes sometimes, i don't uh, i'm not
0: familiar with this channel
1: uh, there's several you can you can get to just have like nature sounds going in the background okay very, you know as loud as you need them to be
0: you know that you know that old song like you and me baby ain't nothing but mammals
1: <laughs> you know that song that's not an old song that was when <laughs> i was a teenager it was popular so how could that be old
0: you're, you're just giving that song like new new life and breath
1: <laughs> you know another thing that really helps you kind of tamp down the uh tamp down the racket as it were is uh, and i would recommend this to all married couples is if uh, one person in the marriage is not eight feet tall and 500 pounds
0: <laughs> that's a lot easier to get things done <laughs> quietly <laughs>
1: yeah because when you're that big it's just you know uh,
0: yeah it's
1: hard to it's hard to be a cat burglar when you're that size <laughs>
0: <laughs> thank you for that tip i'll remember
1: that <laughs> you know any, i'm here to help anything i can do
0: uh, <laughs> oh goodness yeah so anyways
1: roll tide roll tide
0: roll tide. <laughs> no these are things you don't think about when you you know before you get to that place in parenting mm-hmm. you don't really think about it like oh crap I know I've talked about it before, but it's way more of an issue now than the last time when I was just imagining that it might be an issue. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, you gotta think that any like any annoyance that your kids are gonna have at that age is definitely gonna be outweighed by gratitude once they get older. Yes, yeah. Of, absolutely. You know, once once they get to where you are now, yeah. They can look back and be like okay you know yeah hopefully (laughs) we're still in my parents were still into each other (laughs) (laughs) sorry my parents still liked each other a lot
0: yeah 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 i get it
1: (laughs) no you see so what i said the first joke was
0: (laughs) okay (laughs) now as into each other as as we are there are things that we cannot abide right this is true so you wanted to talk about uh vetoes marital vetoes so i'm I'm gonna let you introduce this topic
1: it just seemed like a fun topic and i know that the listeners we have that are married probably have their own yes guidelines for this and i almost tweeted it out before we recorded but i think i'll just wait till the episode drops at this point to to see but i'm really curious of like what are your what are your red in political terms your red lines like,
0: mm-hmm.
1: the things that you will not <clears throat> you will not abide your spouse to do
0: yeah and not like obvious ones like <laughs> they can't <laughs> yeah kendra's
1: got this weird thing where i'm not allowed to have girlfriends like... <laughs> it's like
0: it's insane <laughs> not those <laughs> obvious ones <Different, laughs> ones that are specific to your relationship probably
1: yeah, and the thing I like about vetoes is that I feel like it transcends any kind of like framework you have for marriage. Yeah. On like the complementarian, egalitarian mm-hmm. continuum. I feel like no matter where you are on that, every like everybody has <laughs> vetoes. It's just do you want to use them? That's yeah. that's the thing. Is, yeah. is Where do you choose to use them? Right. And that's that's the interesting thing to me because um Kendra and I going back and forth on something the last week and i did not use a veto okay thought about it did not use a veto okay which and then just kind of dovetailed into okay but what are my vetoes and mm-hmm. then i started like making a list and asking you like what are your vetoes okay okay um, we actually didn't realize it till we started talking about it but we do share one or i share one with danny
0: oh okay <laughs> about
1: the, the short hair
0: yeah i cut my hair super short Uh, When I had two kids, um, and it was just basically a, just like, uh, it's too much to keep up with a three-year-old and an almost two-year-old and hair. It's too much. And so, I cut my hair super short, and I found out a couple years later, I did manage to get myself impregnated with that haircut. (laughs) (laughs) Miraculously. (laughs) Uh, I did find out a few years later, though, that Danny is a hard no on short hair on me. So I, uh, yeah, there have been several times where I would just like to shave my head. I I just, having hair is a nuisance, Uh, but (laughs) I, I, I don't. So I think like shoulder length is probably, that's my, that's my limit. Shoulder length is fine anything above the shoulders.
1: Why don't you shave your head and then get hair plugs? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's that's the answer. <laughs> yeah. So that's his that's his number 1 one. I don't honestly know if he has any more than that. He's ex- he's a very very easy laid back like you know, wants me to live my life, have fun, so. <laughs> but that's that's his, and then mine for him was he, he has to have his beard, so. Yeah.
1: Well, the big one for for Ken, I had, this is a retroactive veto, okay. like proactive, like covers everything now. Is that uh, she has to call me before she makes any decisions <laughs> related to car repair okay (laughs) specifically uh the the care and purchase of car batteries
0: yes (laughs) oh that's how this came up
1: yeah that's right because
0: (laughs) we needed a new battery and you were thinking about this story because i i i I asked you when did car batteries start costing one million dollars and so then you had this you thought of this story
1: Maybe the closest I've ever come to being divorced is...
0: <laughs> over a car battery.
1: <laughs> you know, it's good when you know it's a good argument when when there's a line in the argument that says, "I wouldn't have ever found your body." Yeah,
0: that's that is a good one.
1: <laughs> uh, long-term listeners of the of the program will also note uh, my existing veto of kendra having her friends rewire our our bathroom
0: <laughs> right no females are allowed to come and do handy handyman work handywoman work in your home
1: you know it's just a hell i've chosen tonight i love that mm-hmm. story
0: so much
1: <laughs> oh man maybe this maybe the second closest i've ever come to getting divorced yeah is...
0: i mean that's a bit that, to me that's a way bigger deal than a car battery
1: well was it the car battery or was it going to the uh to the horror movie villain's house yeah that's probably more what
0: it was
1: (laughs) without letting me know anything that was going on right do you guys share location
0: on your phones uh no no Danny and i share our locations so you know just in case (laughs) (laughs) just in you know for the like literal 2% Two percent of our lives that we're not in the same place. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's not very often, but it is, is nice. Anything? You know, it's kind of nice when you don't have to text someone. Are you almost home? You know,
1: uh-huh. you
0: just like, oh, okay, I can see you're about five minutes away. I don't have to text you and bother you. It's nice.
1: So is, is that it? I feel like I feel like you have unspoken vetoes.
0: I don't know I I really don't know <laughs> just, I think there's certain movies that like I don't want him to cover on his podcast for like reasons you know they're too whatever which they already had that set up anyways like they don't do anything super explicit which is nice because I mean now with streaming services you have all these unrated versions of movies with basically softcore porn in them so
1: you know Carmen's Riot the movie part 1 and 2 <laughs> uh well see that's that's the thing about Veto sometimes it's like <laughs> sometimes you don't know they're there until they've been violated <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah maybe maybe <laughs> uh I don't think I have other ones that I can think of. You give me more, and maybe it'll spark my spark my uh my ideas.
1: Um, I think I've gone through most of mine. <laughs> this is a real banger of a segment. We this one really hard.
0: No short hair. <laughs> no, no car decisions. I, that's probably one for Danny too. I mean, that's like an unspoken though, and it's not one he would have to even ever say. Cause I'm not, I can't, I can't. I don't ever want to do anything with the car or deal with it. So, I just no. You take care of it.
1: No. Understood. I'm kind of that way with like the kids and the doctor. Mm. Like, like I'm just. I mean, I'll do it if I have to. But she's a lot better with having the kids at the doctor mm. than I am. Because, you know, I love doctors so much. Yeah. Uh, at, a, at a certain point, I'd be like, F all this and just take my kid. And like, we don't have to be here. Let's go. <laughs> my, modern medicine is a Ponzi scheme.
0: <laughs> I mean, yeah, basically.
1: <laughs> yep. <clears throat> all right. Um, Can we segue from uh, modern medicine into uh, the Scream franchise?
0: Yeah. Absolutely.
1: <laughs> so I've, I've I recently like finished the Scream franchise, all of all the movies, and I just really have two bones to pick. Number one is, um, I mean the plots fall apart five seconds after yeah the credits roll. If you just <laughs> think about, like, wait, wait, huh? <laughs> I think my favorite part about the Scream movies is when the killer is when the killer tries to convince someone he's a he or she is about to kill that they're innocent Uh and then immediately tries to kill them
0: (laughs) i've only seen the first one once so
1: it's happened a couple of times in in all six movies where the the killer you don't know they're the killer yet but the killer will uh play dead like cover themselves with fake blood perfect <laughs> and then perfect. like two minutes later try to kill the person that <laughs> they were trying to fool and it's like why did you just cover yourself with fake blood and play dead if, you...
0: if you're just gonna kill them anyways <laughs> exactly
1: exactly i just i love that i love that for them it's so beautiful <laughs> um yeah cat I, I will say a little jarring watching the the newest. Two screen movies. Um, oh, why? <laughs> I'm, really, I'm really stepping out of character. I'm really trying not to be mean here. Uh uh-huh. Because anytime Courtney Cox is on screen, I mean, there's so many jokes here. of Like, she has become the ghost face killer. She looks like the ghost face killer. <laughs> but like, when you see Courtney Cox now, it's like the reaction you have is, oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. she's not well. She's, yeah. Something's wrong here.
0: Yeah, I know.
1: I had to look. It has it up. to be she's...
0: crazy if you like watch the movies, you know, in like you know, quickly go through yeah. them, because you're not just watching someone someone's face age. You're watching someone's face become something totally different from what it was.
1: Yeah, I had to look it up. She's 58. Okay. And looks like she's in her 70s.
0: Oh. Yeah, I don't know why <laughs> I don't I don't know why they do this I don't know how to spell her name I know she's on
1: I don't want to I don't want to take the angle that only <clears throat> I don't want to take the angle that only attractive people should age gracefully like that's not what I'm trying to say mm. but If you are super attractive, (laughs) I feel like that's even more motivation to age naturally. Right. Because you're going to look better than most people.
0: Yeah. Uh, 100%. That's what I'm doing.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I, I too, am very brave in that way.
0: (laughs) No. So, I always bring up Julia Louis-Dreyfus when this conversation comes up because Mm -hmm. she... I mean, she obviously colors her hair. That's that's standard, though. Like, Mm -hmm. it's whatever. But she posted a picture of herself a couple years ago from a maybe it was like a magazine shoot or something, and it's just like, oh, she is the age that she is. Like, she's still beautiful, but like she has the face of someone her age. And when we were watching the Oscars this year... I know you love the Oscars. <laughs> she was a presenter. I th- I think it was the Oscars. She was a presenter right after... Um, who's that other person Danny loves? Jennifer... Who's the lady from The Rocketeer? <laughs>
1: oh, Jennifer Connelly.
0: Yeah. So Jennifer Connelly comes up and she presents. And of course, she's beautiful. But her nothing above her eyebrows moved as she talks okay and so and literally like the next or maybe like two presenters later was julia louis dreyfus and she's so expressive in her you know the all the facial movements it's like danny that's how you can tell like she doesn't she's not on a botox regimen because her face isn't paralyzed (laughs) from moving which is what botox does so Yeah, she's just she's beautiful and she's aging. And
1: if they did a remake, sorry, if they did a remake of The Rocketeer Uh with Timothy Chalamet and Kat Dennings, (laughs) stop it. And the Jennifer Connelly role, Kat Dennings,
0: she has to be in her late thirties now, right? She's not
1: that old. She just she's got the same like face and
0: Matthew. When are we gonna learn? Like we are not up to date on the young people.
1: Kat Dennings is not that old.
0: I'm gonna look it up right now. Okay, do
1: it, do it. She's probably like 33.
0: How do you spell her name? Kat with a K.
1: Okay, I barely know who she Dennings. is. Dennings. It's not like I have posters on my wall. She just looks a lot like she's, Jennifer Connelly.
0: She's almost 36. No, she's almost 37.
1: Okay, well, it's closer closer to your guess than mine, <laughs> I, I know! suppose. Okay. <laughs> Never mind. I have to figure out somebody else. Like in my mind, she was like twenty-three.
0: Yeah, I know. <laughs> this is this is the problem with getting older. You lo- you like you lose perspective of how old people are and young people are, and the yeah. people who are like young adult actors you view as like child actors, <laughs> well, teenagers. Shally, like he's in his no no no. I think he's in his later mid to late twenties, maybe too young for me to be talking about him ever <laughs> anyways so <laughs> courtney Cox, do you think she like did initial face work and then realized it looked bad and she like has kept trying to fix it
1: i don't know like i i i honestly don't know it i don't remember there being anything like in between right you know what i mean it's like, like she
0: went from her face to a very different version of her face
1: yeah man <laughs> i don't know I, i'm I, i'm depending on you as, as the female voice here i need to send like...
0: you a clip from catastrophe i sent it to danny i know i know you don't like rob bellini whatever but there's a there's a clip on this on this exact exact subject where he's telling Sharon not to get any work done on her face, and then he's talking about men being bald and how women are fine with it, and it's it's really funny.
1: Well, I mean he's no cat dennings. <laughs> <laughs> you say you say that like as if there are people out there who I do like and I don't just <laughs> dislike everyone arbitrarily. That's true. That's true. <laughs> But no, like I, I, I'm depending on you as the female voice here. Of like, does she, I mean, who knows? But like, she can't be happy. with No, this.
0: no, I mean, unless you just get used to it, like you get used to your new face. Like, this is my face now. And... But what is
1: the what is the goal when when you're going in to do that? Like, do you? I mean, honestly, like, what is the goal as a woman there? To
0: to not look old. Right, that's okay, basically but... the goal of all skincare: is to not look old. Or to... But what do you
1: what are you trying to? Is it just internal? Like, is that just for your own benefit, or are you try? Is are you trying to, like, what are you trying to get? I would to say get that's probably roles? that
0: change that probably changes on a person to person basis. Like, why people choose to take care of their skin in certain ways. Um. I think part of it for women in Hollywood is definitely has to be roles. Like, I don't want to be, you know, aged out of certain roles. I mean, we watched a show the other day where a lady was playing someone's mom and in real life they were only 12 years older than the guy that who, who who's who they were playing the mom of. So there's like that thing that goes on in Hollywood where like you hit like mid to late 30s and you're going to be cast as a mom and maybe you don't necessarily want that. Uh but yeah, it just fear mortality issues like <laughs> oh no. It's it's got to be so layered.
1: I I feel I feel like I've got the guy's side figured out. It's like you want to look good so you can if you're a male celebrity, mm-hmm. you want to look good so you can bang 21-year-old models. Mm. <laughs> mm.
0: Yeah, maybe I, just,
1: I don't know what the female equivalent of that is.
0: Yeah, probably just trying to stay relevant and seen as uh, desirable.
1: We were talking about like like the male uh-huh. version of uh-huh. this, and I was trying to like go through and think about like who's had work done that I know of. Mm-hmm. All three um, like in your real life. life- no, no, oh. no! Just like celebrities okay. that I know of. Okay. Uh All three, uh, like major talk show hosts, have had hair plugs.
0: Okay, so like I was going Jimmy Fallon.
1: Yeah. And Jimmy Kimmel and Stephen Colbert. Okay. Like they they've all had work done.
0: Oh, interesting. Okay. It's funny because we were watching Seinfeld, and oh, this is how we got on this, and this is why I sent that sent that clip to Danny. Because it was the episodes where George wears a toupee mm-hmm. and I was thinking like, are we ever going to have another character like George? Like, uh, like who in Hollywood actually lets themselves go bald anymore? Yeah. Nobody.
1: Jason Statham.
0: Okay. Yep. <laughs> he did. Yeah. The Rock. Yeah.
1: I guess maybe you can uncomfortable to talk about, but you can hide it better if you have darker skin.
0: Yeah. And maybe also those two men are also extremely ripped. So yeah. that makes a difference probably. It's it's fascinating. Paul
1: Giamatti
0: maybe? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Um we just watched a movie I with mean... him last night.
1: So Tony Soprano might be the uh, the last James <laughs> Gandolfini.
0: Right, it's just everybody gets hair plugs. Yeah, it's interesting. Anyway, shout out to Jason Alexander. He did it, <laughs> <laughs> and he is not hurting at all.
1: <laughs> that was our uh, that was our our text thread where I, where I said, <laughs> "Give me." I said, if I can't have the Matthew McConaughey good stuff, I don't want anything at all. I don't want the, what did I say, the Nick Cage great value hair plugs?
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I guess Tom Cruise has let his hair, not Tom Cruise, Tom Hanks. Tom Cruise definitely has plugs. Tom Hanks has let himself get thinner hair.
1: I mean, he's got plugs. It's just.
0: He just has age appropriate plugs.
1: I think he got him... This is fantastic audio, by the way. <laughs> I think he got him I think he got him somewhere like in Sleepless in Seattle, Forrest Gump era. Okay. Like before they were... That kind of perfected it, maybe. Mm-hmm. And then just... Yeah, I you know, guess he you're right. The, he wasn't there for the Matthew McConaughey good stuff.
0: Yeah, he does still have a lot of hair for his age. I'm looking now.
1: People forget that McConaughey was was fairly he had lost a lot of hair like in the uh i think it's like early 2000s mm-hmm. and then just magically he- magically
0: <laughs> now he has the golden locks of a greek god.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh goodness. Hey,
1: you know, I just talked to my hair and I just got it <laughs> motivated. Uh... I said you got to grow, baby. <laughs>
0: oh well more power to him
1: i mean our president has hair plugs both of our last two presidents have had hair plugs obama no i mean biden and trump
0: oh oh, yeah i forgot about (laughs) trump (laughs) wow oh gosh
1: you know just a quiet four years you might have heard about it
0: Mm. (sighs) hmm Anyways, I'm here for letting your hair do what it does. I don't. I don't. I'm just... Who cares? I know men... Like, men care. But I can't... I can't figure out why. It's like, you're 43. Why do you want to look like you have the hair of a 20-year-old? It's weird.
1: (laughs) I mean, there is a... I mean, I don't know. And also
0: everybody who knows you knows you got plugs. So what, like, that's, that's the weird thing to me.
1: Well, I mean, as much as guys want to act like islands, I mean, it does affect us when every famous person goes to great lengths to avoid baldness. Like, it does have a stigma. Yeah, yeah. You know, we don't, we don't talk about that, but it, it does mean something when the moment you start to have thinning hair as a celebrity mm-hmm. it just it absolutely must be ta- taken mm-hmm. care of mm-hmm. so like i mean there is like an under- underlying issue there of yeah makes you look undesirable
0: yeah yeah
1: or you're i mean i'm not saying it does but it, you're afraid that it will yeah and you know when you're like me and you have several girlfriends on the side i mean you have <laughs> 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 Oh gosh. You gotta keep up appearances.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's move on to tweets. All right, we got a big batch of tweets.
1: An amazing batch of
0: tweets. (laughs) Oh my goodness.
1: It's weird. You'll go like weeks and weeks with nothing. Yes. And then they all just And
0: then they all just show up.
1: They all just arrive. <laughs> That's why it's a competition, folks.
0: <laughs> okay, I'm going to do this for my phone so that I can just keep you on my main screen. Okay. Uh, would you like to go first?
1: <laughs> oh, would I? <laughs> Should we go in order? or
0: whatever. No, pick whatever you want.
1: Okay, well, since you gave me the option here, I'm going to take the best one. Okay. Because I'm selfish like that.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: Uh, bending the rules a little bit. We, we don't normally... I mean, we try to keep it to people with a big audience just mm-hmm. because we're making fun of them. But this mm-hmm. one's just amazing. So yes. We'd we, we make it up as we go along. Yes. Jenna Schiedermeyer. <laughs> pretty sure I'm not saying that right. <clears throat> resp- <laughs> responding in a thread... And it is a all caps failure of discipleship versus indoctrination.
0: <laughs> oh yeah.
1: wow. Sometimes you just see one and you know like this one's gonna be in the finals.
0: Yeah, one of the best typos of all time.
1: Incredible. And also props to her for not deleting it.
0: Yeah. So Amazing. good. Amazing. Even when uh it got <laughs> It got some attention. <laughs> I'm I gotta say, Go, go ahead. On. No, go ahead.
1: Uh, the chef's kiss for what takes us from an A to an A plus is the all caps of the word failure. <laughs> <laughs> because she is just so into this. Yeah. Like she is yeah. driving the point home. It is a failure. Yes. Of discipleship. <laughs> <laughs> And the t- and the typo is the counterpunch and it's so just, good. It's beat it out perfectly. <laughs> I so love my it. So the question for you is what is successful discipleshit? <laughs>
0: uh, I can't answer that. I don't I don't even know what disciple shit is. <laughs>
1: well maybe we should uh maybe we should ask uh matthew uh you know the disciples had to go <laughs> you know brother they just had to go they had to go <laughs> you know you you get your king saul on you get go in a cave <laughs> and you cover your feet
0: perfect <laughs> okay what can you say
1: about this one it's just perfect
0: you, there's nothing to say it is perfect like the justin taylor one i'm not going to do that one yet but there's literally (laughs) nothing to say about that one either all right i'm moving these to the done folder as we do them so if if your screen starts looking strange that's why okay i'm going with james emery white this is from back in february that's how long it's been since we've done this wow You can't just say that everything began with the Big Bang and act as if somehow you've explained the origins of the universe. That still doesn't explain where the matter that exploded came from. In lay lay terms, where did the stuff that got banged come from and who banged it? (laughs) This goes like hand in hand with who's that guy who's like You know, Jesus is the penis of God. Like, who is that? Josh. Talk
1: about Russell Moore.
0: No, (laughs) the guy who got his TGC article pulled. Or I might, I might have, I might have not characterized his theology correctly. But this, I feel like this goes hand in hand with that. Uh
1: yeah, Josh Butler got a, maybe just a little too galaxy-brained about uh, yes <laughs> about sex and creation. Yeah, just got a little carried away.
0: Yeah, this is this goes with that. Where did the stuff that got banged come from, and who banged it? <laughs> uh, I can see a, a little homeschool kid making this argument when they get to uh, college <laughs> science classes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Who banged it? <laughs> Who banged it? I did. I banged it.
0: Perfect. Yeah, uh just, you have to do getting, this now for every tweet. Some 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 McConaughey commentary for every tweet.
1: Well, you know <laughs> you know, you got that disciple shit on one hand. <laughs> You got the banging on the other hand. Okay, end. okay, Where here I we go. From, I come we call that a good time.
0: <laughs> okay, your turn.
1: <laughs> All right, let me let me uh, shift out of McConaughey here for a second. <laughs> All right, uh, I'll go to Pontifex. Okay, uh, Pope. <laughs> Some guy named the Pope the middle finger which is higher than the others rem- reminds us of something essential honesty to be honest means not getting entangled in the snares of corruption what
0: is he talking about
1: hey tell me you're not down among the rest of us without telling me you're not <laughs> down among the rest of us
0: i don't understand what he's what what but but what is he trying to say Is is he making a point about the middle finger, actually? It's it's very confusing to me.
1: Well, you know, <laughs> when you point your finger at someone, okay, you see, there's gonna be I don't know if you can see this, but all the other fingers are pointing back at you. That is Okay. True. I know you've been in a Baptist church for a long time. I know you've heard that before.
0: <laughs> I uh oh the
1: pope okay Uh, uh, does audrey assad approve of this tweet that's what i need to know (laughs) can she come down out of her uh mushroom induced (laughs) trip long enough to (laughs) stop that's not a nice (laughs) value long enough to comment on this
0: okay I'm going to take Samuel C. or say with, you know, my favorite Twitter genre, which is marriage advice or relationship advice. (laughs) Don't marry someone who loves Jesus less than they love you. If they Uh, love Jesus less than they love you, they'll love you less than they love themselves. How do you even quantify this? How do you how do you measure this? Like Well, okay, see,
1: when you look <laughs> at John the Baptist, <laughs> he must become greater. I must become less.
0: <laughs> right, right. And
1: speaking to this tweet through the sands of time. <laughs> who is less we don't know yeah it all goes back to discipleship. shit
0: <laughs> anyways i titled this i titled this tweet loving jesus word salad
1: <laughs> i like samuel yeah i just don't know what he's doing here like come yeah he's just... <clears throat> i think the guy term for this is uh Hey, bud, that that one kind of got away from you a little bit. (laughs) I don't know, like you would say that at a golf course or something. Like, yeah, that one just kind of got away from me a little Mm -hmm, bit. mm -hmm. Uh, Let me see here. Um, Well, just for sheer relatability, I'm going to go to Coach BJ. (laughs) Um he's retweeting uh Vibe magazine and the tie, the headline that he's retweeting is Gospel Arctic Dietrich Haddon defends clip of wife twerking for him on his fiftieth birthday. <laughs> um Okay. <laughs> and Coach BJ his comment was, Why is this an issue? I can't go out anywhere with music without wifey twerking on me.
0: Happy for you, BJ.
1: Same. <laughs> I would
0: like a moratorium. Is that the right phrase mm-hmm. on the word "wifey" forever? <laughs> <laughs> wifey twerking.
1: Mm, twerking has been a uh, it's been a topic in certain Christian spaces. I've saw. was that guy's name kev on stage like the uh african-american christian comic was he had kind of had a thing last week about who's twerking in the christian space or something (laughs) and like everybody was like why are you like why are you so horny online and other people were like no it's not a sex thing it's a cultural thing Uh uh uh-huh and then it was like (laughs) i'll
0: take your word for (laughs) it
1: see you guys i'm uh, not needed here i'm just gonna (laughs) mosey on about my things that's
0: crazy nobody does that (laughs) i'm not needed here nobody does that online
1: so i'm more interested in uh beige what what he's doing here like is this a humble brag
0: (laughs) i don't know i think he's just making a joke (laughs) is he i don't know i would think so but who knows
1: well, this is a this is a thing we've talked about. Like sometimes I'm not even sure what's a joke. Like with the Chick Fil A thing that you sent me <laughs> earlier today, I was like, "Is this person mad? Is he making fun of people who are mad?" Like, no, that guy know.
0: was definitely
1: mad. <laughs> well, the fact that I didn't even know, like, yeah. I had to go look at his feed. Yeah, yeah. I just, I know. It's it's fun.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: You got two uh, dick related tweets here, which.
0: <laughs> and then I'm gonna go with Justin Taylor.
1: Ah uh-huh, well, okay.
0: He tweeted, <laughs> W R T Y space N K J G J K O I G G P nine dash 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 O nine dash 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 Y Y dash nine Z zero U. <laughs> it's is perfect. So good. Did he ever come uh-huh. back and say what happened? I had
1: not I did, at the time I capped this, he had not. Yeah, because um, it
0: was still up, and he hadn't he hadn't said anything.
1: Okay, well, uh, Zach said that you have to whoever is doing performing this tweet has to read it.
0: Oh, like, try to
1: try to perform. Okay, so
0: wordy, wordy, Nick Nick Jikoy he nine oh nine. yeah yeah to you. <laughs>
1: Thank you for giving us our bumper clip. You're welcome. The, the episode.
0: You're welcome. Anytime.
1: My, or I could just uh bleep like uh, put a couple like bleeps in there to make it sound like you were cussing Yeah, make it interesting. Um. My comment is he's uh he's simply transcribing Britt Nicole's sweater.
0: <laughs> oh man, we got to find that picture again. Okay. Is there
1: listening to this that remembers the KKK pussy sweater? <laughs> <laughs> and if there's not, I'm just gonna leave you with that description. Yeah, and you can just wonder what we're talking about.
0: Perfect. Okay.
1: <laughs> okay. Uh, let's see. <laughs> I don't know. This makes me giggle. I'll go, Liza Turkurst. Ter- okay. Ter- Lisa Lisa Turkhurst. Lisa Lisa Turkhurst, Lisa mm-hmm. Turkhurst. That's got a little uh, Rafe Fines, a uh, selective pronunciation yeah, who, there. Like I don't think either of those.
0: Yeah, I know
1: names. Whatever.
0: Yeah, whatever.
1: All right, that hard thing you're facing, mm-hmm. it's a dick. No, that's not what she said. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, <laughs> I'm not sorry. What if that she tweeted that? Fa- that would be amazing. That <laughs> hard thing you're facing, remember, you're strong. You're persevering, tough, able to bend without breaking, mm-hmm. willing to be humble to the point of humiliation. Here we go. Speaking of my honeymoon, a hunter for wisdom, a praying through it woman who wants to learn the deep dependence of following hard after God. Mm. Okay. All right. Yeah, you say light. No Lisa comment. Liza. No no comment. When I when my wife begins to speak like this, I just look at her and I say, Honey, do you need to twerk? Because it sounds your soul is speaking the language of twerk right now. Honey, Baby, just let it out. Baby, just let it out. Come you on need
0: to twerk. I love it. Okay, <laughs> last one. <laughs> I gotta wrap it up because I gotta go. George has a piano lesson. Okay, this is Dr. Kevin M. Young. He was quote retweeting something. Here is my major concern with the anti LGBTQ rhetoric of Christendom. There is never a conversation that doesn't quickly turn to sex every single time. Modern fundamentalist minds are being perverted by it. <laughs> I agree with all of that. Just, I'm just going to go ahead and say that I agree with all of that. But then he he didn't stop. He said, the log in the eye is always a penis. And it blocks Jesus. Gosh. Way to erase lesbians. Jeez.
1: Oh, anyways, well, well Kev, I'm going stop you there, brother. I'm I'm just a little more woke than you, but I believe that sometimes it can be a vulva in the eye. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm just a little more progressive than you, Kev.
0: <laughs> oh man,
1: what an what an amazing! Is that a self-owned? Like, is that a or is that just a?
0: It's, I'm going to tell you exactly what it is. It's just someone trying to make a point in a clever way. And it just doesn't work.
1: But he does the thing that he's doing the exact same thing he's criticizing someone for. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He's like the new fundamentalist. Yeah. Like, you know, if you don't believe this, it's like, well, you just became a fundamentalist.
0: (laughs) Right. (laughs) So sick of
1: these people, sick of these people making everything about sex. You got a dick in your eye! <laughs> <laughs> oh my
0: gosh. <laughs> okay. Perfect. <laughs> wordy wordy nick nick jikoy O nine nine oh nine yeah yeah nine to you
1: <laughs> i just look at her and i say honey do you need to twerk